Hey, Rich, when it is days like that, play the generic open. Got it. We're not the lollipop day You don't want to talk show. about sucking on a lollipop? Well, remember the joke when you were a younger man, you would say to a girl, I got an all-day lollipop. You know, remember that? No, no I don't. Never use that one? No. I figured, Jerry, no, that would be all no. you. I got an all-day lollipop. lollipop. Well, at least all that was, and you know what? It I'm never br- worked either. I'm bricked up, and I got an all-day lollipop, baby. Yeah. All uh, never yeah. worked. Never worked. No, no, go figure. Of course, I was six at the time, right. so no, I'm kidding, but yeah. Yeah, that would be uh, lollipop day. Yeah. yeah. Those kind of go away when you're like 12, right? Lollipops? Yeah. Yeah. Because the blow pop, speaking of. No, oh, but I'm sorry, the Tootsie the Pops. One. Well, Tootsie Pops, are you kidding? Yeah, well, because you had gum good, in it. Pretty good. Or chocolate. Yeah. Did the chocolate. Oh, yeah. How many licks does it take? Yeah. Well, come over here and find out. See, Kemper See? liked the open, yeah. apparently. I did. Yeah. See? Wow. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Should have went to your high school. I'm telling you, anybody, any business that has the big jar full of the Tootsie Pops, I'm grabbing like all the chocolate ones. Usually they do dum dums. Yeah, I don't like yeah, dum dums. They're too small. They're too yeah, small. You right, can't. Right, right. I mean, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get <laughs> real graphic about. They need the, love too, Kristen. I know. <laughs> small ones need love too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, lollipop day moving along. Yes. Bike night tonight, Christy? Uh, yes, bike night tonight. Rain or shine, and it's a. Uh, okay, what is it going to be? Shine. No, sure. It's supposed to storm yeah. late afternoon, evening. Yeah. Maybe later. Who, I knows? Could, Who I, knows? I could use a little canceled football practice tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. you, you may get it. They're calling for heavy storms. I don't see anything. So here. I'm going to get home uh, right after the show and try to knock the lawn out, maybe put a little fertilizer down. Yeah, Jimmy's got to do that before we leave. And we'll then, see if uh, it gets done. <laughs> let it rain. If you're doing it, I would bet it was. It yeah. Jimmy's a uh, coin flip. Yeah, ex- well, no, it's a 50-50. That's what I, that's what <laughs> Trust I said. me, yes. That's what I said, coin flip, 50-50. Okay. Right. You need lightning, though, to cancel you. You can't just have the rain, or it makes it worse. Oh, for football? Yeah. Yeah, because they'll practice outside. Christy was so proud Jimmy mowed the lawn, she sent us a picture. Is I did. Like a month ago? Uh, two months ago, yeah, documented when we got it back. Do- documented proof. He had a little his hat on, you know, and he's out there, and he's on his riding lawnmower and mowing the lawn just to show him, yeah. You should have brought a lawn chair out and grabbed a beer and just enjoyed the moment. Oh, no, I sat on the front porch and watched him. Trust me, that's where I took the picture. (laughs) No, I was there waving at him. It was like the parade going by. Nothing worse when you had like a job. We, I, you know, I used to drive the forklift and work on the, at a packaging place. And we had this guy, Mike Drake was the supervisor and he would sit down and we had kind of like a break room in the loft that overlooked the floor, oh, right? And he would watch. And he would watch, and he would sit there, and yet, and nothing worse than someone busting their ass and someone just sitting there, and not only sitting there, but critiquing your work while they sit yeah, there. Yeah, right. And that's what he used to do. Scott, you can move that machine faster. Scott, don't put him in like that. And I'm like... Like a coach. Yeah. Why don't you come down here? It's yeah. no no AC in the factory. You know, you're sweating your ass off, and here's Mike Drake in his comfy chair. It's hard to work somewhere where they micromanage you like that. I agree. It is really well, hard. We used to work for a company like that, didn't we? Yes, oh, yeah. we did. Mm. Yeah. My mm-hmm. wife currently does. Oh, does really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Brutal. just a drain, Very isn't it? Very Wilkes-like, let's oh. just say that. It is. It's really mentally draining. It yeah. really is. Yeah. 
Because we've told the stories before. Our old owner, every segment we would do, like we would do this segment, and then after the segment, we get a call on the hotline. It was some guy in North Carolina yelling at us. That wasn't an 8.5 segment. Imagine doing a show, and every segment you're getting an email. Shut up and play the music. Yeah, three times. Right, and he couldn't have been more hour. wrong. Couldn't That's have been the more thing. Wrong. Yep. That's the thing. Everything he said he was wrong about. Yeah. I think he's still consulting and, and, he is. I and, don't know who and putting other him, stations but... down the toilet. So Yeah. I'm not big in, con- and nothing personal like we've had consultants, but I'm not big in radio consultants because if you're not doing it, how can you consult? You're it's just very a- easy to, on the outside, look at it, or, you know, what I'm saying, to tell you what to do if you aren't, well, aren't doing it day in and day out. A lot out. of guys retire. When yes. you're young and you're consulting, well, then how come you're not doing? Yes. Right? I mean, but a lot of times guys retire and then you call on their expertise. Maybe yes. you're getting something off the ground and you say, hey, can you oh, yeah, yeah. give, a, give us a show. month? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if you're 35 month, and you're consulting. Because right, you're an expert. Yeah, but if you've been doing this 20 years, like if you've been in radio 20 years and then you hire right, a hey, consultant. Right, it's right. Yeah, I get what you're right. saying. Yeah, if you're starting a show, you need a co- you know, but that's, coach. And, yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's all done and written and articles and, right? It's all been put out there it by really now. It really has, yes. hasn't it? You're not reinventing the wheel. Correct. And everybody's When I was different. on vacation, I flipped around the dial in uh, the Tampa, Sarasota market, and that's a pretty big market. And, man, it's nobody does a show just turns on the mics and talks like this. Everything was so over the top, produced and fast, and I mean, commercial Shitty. breaks were like eleven minutes, thirteen minutes. It was it was something to hear. It was an eye opener. Yeah, a lot of those. Uh, it was a real eye opener. You know, when I go to Minnesota next month, I'm interested in hearing. You know, the who is it? Steve Gorman, the drummer of Black Crows. Black Crows. Yes. So in Minnesota, there was a guy named Tom Bernard. And he dominated Years. the airwaves for since I was in uh, elementary school till just recently. Number one guy, Stern couldn't beat him. No one could beat him. He was number one. You know, the country station would give him a little run, but he was the he was the guy. Did very similar to what we do, but he had a budget. Like he would have like a former Viking Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Had the sports TV guy Tuesday and Thursday. Had one of the writers on. Sure. You know, really sounds like LW actually. Yeah, down mm-hmm. in Cincy. Mm-hmm. had multiple like four people sidekicks. Right. You know, big show, but he talked like we do. Topics, interviews, exactly what we do. Not worried about offending people, and they just, I think they fired him. Right, that's the story here. They got rid of him. He's all older, cranky. I, just, huh. I think he was done. Well, he's been done for the past twenty years, though. And then okay, they would yeah, they, they allowed him, him to do the right, show in right. Florida for half right. the year. They kept paying him. So, oh, you're gonna give me a million a year? Okay, I'll stay. So Steve Gorman now is doing the show with two other people, but he was the last of what we do in Minnesota, and I'm interested to hearing what. The new show's doing because no one in where I came in my hometown does sure. that anymore. Sure. You're right because it's uh, who's the guy who was here? Dave Ryan. Uh, Dave Ryan's. Dave Ryan's KD, been there. WB, yes. KD, he's been yeah. there since I've been in high right, school. Right. But he's like you say, said, 
quick segments, yeah. talking really fast. Hey, like Ryan Seacrest. Well, that's a top forty. That's that format. Yeah, but I mean, I I I was shocked, and it was all the same company stations too. Oh, uh-huh. really? Let's just say they're a big, 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 the biggest, the okay. largest in the country. Because they got a way to do. And they do wow, things. Yeah. It was. Yeah. They have no heart. You ever heard? You know who Bobby Bones is? Yes, I do. Now it's. Uh, not for us. No. I don't think they're programming it for us, but boy, ee, if that's the future of morning radio, am I cutting out or is that my headphones? That's, that's your, your headphones. headphones. Wow. Nobody but else Bobby is Bones cutting is out? older, though. Uh, nice 30s. Nah, is he really? No, 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 no. Bobby I thought Bones? he was older than yeah. that. He's, he's, he's kind of taken off. I thought he was uh, around my age. He no, was just on like Dancing no, with no, the Stars. No, yeah, he was no. on Dancing with the Stars. No, yeah. That's he's the not guy. your age. He was born he's in 1980. Okay. 43. Yeah, well, 43. Yeah, go. that's what I thought. Yeah. It was my age. I'm young. I'm Kinda rounding like down. Kind of like Seacrest. He plays young. Yeah, I'm rounding my age down, Jerry. He's, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's your age. He's my he does age. kind of look like Seacrest, too. Yeah, he does, he's got he a Seacrest. Yeah, with the. Yeah, he kind of does. Yeah, they kind of have a format the way they do things. And that big company, I don't think they have a lot of rock stations. And they're. Re- uh, no, they're not a rock company. And they're really bad at sports radio. Really bad. Yeah, yeah. Because they own KFAN, my first station I worked with in Minneapolis. And it took them, you know, how sports radio went FM. They were like the last kid to the party. They only went FM maybe like five years ago. They were just stuck on wow. AM. Yeah. And it's, but they, that big company does sports horribly. They yeah. just don't know how to do sports and rock. Yeah. But they can do top 40. Yeah. The quick ins You and wonder outs. what the future of AM is going to be. The Tesla, I don't. They tried to pull it out of all the vehicles, and then uh, the lobbyists for the automotive industry, you know, they kind of went to Congress. Yeah. And fought for emergency purposes or yeah, for EMS. hard news emergency stuff. And they said, all right, we can, I guess we, they're going to keep it now. But I wouldn't even know how to get AM in my Tesla. I have like an option where it says uh, radio, and then I listen on the app. In my car, oh. and yes, then I can correct. I can direct tune or correct. listen on an app, and I don't even now not that I would listen to it, but I don't even see an AM option. Maybe there is, and I have to read the owner's manual. AM radio in a Tesla, yeah, that's kind of uh, an interesting. There's some irony there. Well, I'm isn't sure if there, there was like yeah. Rush Glenn Beck listeners or something, right? Right. Is he still around? Glenn Beck, uh, yeah, I believe he is. I think he's got a TV show. And what is it? Buck and Sexton? Oh, he's is on the... like that. What's the network? Blaze? The Blade. No, Blaze. Blaze. Oh, Blaze. Blaze. oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I... he owns it. I think that's... No, he does. Glenn Beck owns it. Because the guy yeah. we know, Gabe, is their news consultant. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's yeah. a good consultant. Yeah. <laughs> go full circle. There we go. How about that IRS whistleblower yesterday? That was interesting. Joseph Ziegler, what a patriot that guy is. He's, well, he's a right wing nut. No, he's a gay Democrat. <laughs> Turns out he just doesn't like what he's saying and he's saying what he saw and lollipops. Discredit, discredit, discredit. Nothing will happen though. Yeah. Of course not. Nothing, no, will. nothing will. A blind eye. Right. Yeah. Right. Blind eye. Oh, that's oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Whatever. That's quite a little. You know they're onto something there. though when the when it turns into but Trump, but Trump, but yeah. Trump. Then you know you're you're hitting a nerve. Yeah. Well, that's how it is anyway. But Biden. But Trump. But Biden. Yeah. 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 Finger pointing. Right. Yeah. Right. 
you have a conversation with someone and they'll go, but Trump, but Biden, you know, and you're like, well, that's not what I'm talking about. And I saw that the, I don't know anything really about the BBC, but over in the UK and Europe, they they cover the entire, uh, you know, Europe. Yeah. The BBC does. And when they do the weather, Christy, the map is the full map. And where the heat is apparently is throughout Italy. And the BBC was reporting on this heat because it's much like COVID. That's uh, you watch the evening news. You guys don't. CBS last. It's the first 10, 12 minutes. What's going on? Climate, in, oh, yeah. The climate, heat wave. Climate, They're trying to climate, lock climate, us climate. in. Yeah. And uh, the BBC had these temperatures in Italy. And then people in Italy were like, no, that's 10. They were raising the the heat by 10 degrees over what the actual highs were uh. to exaggerate and make the point of climate and global warming and all that. Wow. The media yeah. really is kind of like the evil. dirty, yeah. evil yeah, right. beings. Right. But we're not. Well, you know what, though? <laughs> you give anyone power, and we've given, like, the television networks, with, like, the trusted, remember the old cheesy TV, the trusted source at News at 5, you know? And they marketed themselves yeah, as your yeah. news leader. Right. And really, you gave them too much power, and now these people are rich, like, yeah. thirsty with power. Well, do you remember that that clip, uh, fairly recent, where they had all the local news? The small town in Mississippi, Chicago, Fresno, Detroit, New York City. And they had that clip of all the anchors, and it was verbatim, word for word. Where they were told this is the what we're running with the thread of COVID and it was verbatim. So was that the government that put that out? Well, network probably from the government. I mean, the WIH. I I don't know, but it was verbatim. I mean, there's no yeah local news. Yeah, what was it? Was it CNN during the hurricane? Unless maybe? it's a local story, and then at least it's local, yes. and it has to be and written legit. locally, and you're getting, yes. Yes. Was it CNN maybe a decade ago, and it was a hurricane where the guy claimed he was in the water, and he was just, like, on his knees? <laughs> yes. Or was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Right? The, 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 the guy the, the, in the, the wind. Yes. Yeah, the guy in the canoe, that too. That was another one. Where it was, like, three inches of water. And, then and the kids yeah. walked by, yes. and it wasn't even to their knees. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so dirty. It really is. Yeah, even it the weather. so dirty. Can't even believe the weather. <laughs> That's, like, the good thing about social media, though, is these clowns in news will put out a story, and then someone will be live somewhere going, no, this isn't. Right. This is what's going on. Right, right. And then you have access now like never before. Yeah. You know, it's right there where they're liars and you know they're liars. Right. You know, and they get exposed like every day. But then you're a conspiracy theorist if you bring that up. Like someone probably listens to go, oh, they're just conspiracy theorists. No, it's legit. You can't debate when the guy, like you said, is saying Italy's 10 degrees higher, and then someone's like in Italy going, nope, it's 82 here. Yeah, I don't or know. Or 75. Well, it was in uh, Celsius, and I don't know the breakdown from. Uh, oh, you don't speak Canadian? I don't know what. Yes, how that all works. Yeah, I gotcha. But it was like they were reporting it was 47 Celsius when really it was 37. Thank God you didn't have to learn the Canadian system in school, did you? Yeah, that, they're having a weird summer up there, man. There's some weird stuff going on at Trudeau. Woo. But he's handsome. But he's handsome. He's Fidel Castro. He's the best-looking leader, <laughs> yes. world leader, right? Are those are those photos touched up? What photos? Of him and Castro. 
Fidel Castro. Oh, I've never seen him. I oh, yeah, when you put oh, them yeah. side by side, his it mother, looks like Margaret he's, yeah. Trudeau, had the mm-hmm. affair with Fidel. Oh, she did? I know his dad oh, was Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? He's, he's Fidel's kid. Come on. He, well, that's what Let's I'm see. asking. Is that he, they look identical. You can look that up. All right, I'm going to look Google that up. Google that. I'm going to Google they that. Have, they put a beard it. on Trudeau. <laughs> yes. And then they had him next to Fidel, and then they took the beard off Fidel and had it next to, and they, it's exact. That's his kid, man, and it's it's documented, it's fact that Margaret Trudeau had was in Cuba and had an affair with Fidel back in. Kind of like Tony Blair having uh affair with Rupert Murdoch's uh, wife. Yeah, right. Boy, this is gonna drive me nuts, guys. Okay, I'm not. No, I don't think they. You know, just, no, you, I don't. By I looking don't at that, no, it's well, one's in color, one's in black and white. You gave me, showed me a black and white photo of Castro well, and a color photo of Trudeau. We, we can get for you. Yeah, there. don't use that one. Don't yeah, start off with that, that one. And those are uh, that's close. All right, that's better because they're both in color. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do the years match up? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, all the dates do from when Maybe. they had the, when she was in Cuba, and there's photos of her, and you can tell by the way her hand is on Fidel. Yeah, they were. Yeah. there was something going on there. So she had to quickly after have sex with her husband because if Castro knocked her up, if she wasn't having sex with a husband, the husband would figure it out, right? I mean, is he going to confront Fidel Castro? Well, not from the grave. Well, oh, you mean his dad? Yeah, I would. Probably not. Yeah, what's the lineage there? So Trudeau's f- uh, supposed father, Prime Minister Trudeau, yeah, right? Yeah. And then Maggie was Prime Minister, right? No. Well, she was elected to office in Canada, right? I yeah, but not she- Prime Minister yeah. or whatever they have okay. there. She got into politics, I know, after Trudeau died. Yeah. And now, of course. Maybe she was poutine inspector. Her Maples? original last name was Kemper. Really? Maybe oh, she's related, Christy. Oh, Christy. Three, five, one, Maybe you're a Trudeau. Speaking of lineage. Well, all right. Christy doesn't want to, she doesn't want to associate herself See, with. See, now there's something wonky going on. Yeah? Yeah. My headphones are dead. I can. No, I can hear you. We're on the air. Yeah, I know, but yeah, are we on the air? Yeah. yeah. On the air, yes. Yeah, we're good. All right, let's go to Michael Evans. Something's <laughs> See, going on I knew here, I could, Guys, I knew I could get him to move along in the studio <laughs> yeah. here if I said, wait a minute, are we on the air? Yeah. <laughs> Don't swear, okay, Jerry. Press the button. <laughs> Don't swear. <laughs> From your QFN 96 Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, Sears Heating and Cooling, 100% relief. 0% financing, partly sunny today. Got a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 4, high 86. Mostly cloudy tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely low 65. Sunshine returns for Friday, cooling off to a high of only 80. It is 71 right now. Well, someone in California is about to discover a lot of long-lost relatives they never heard of. One ticket purchased at a mini mart in downtown L.A. had the winning numbers in the Powerball jackpot, which was one point zero eight billion dollars at the time of the drawing the winner takes a lump sum payment they'll get 558.1 million before taxes now california law states that the names of lottery winners have to be have to be publicly disclosed perhaps the first investment for this winner get a new phone number gavin newsom automatically takes 50 percent <laughs> okay. wow. yeah. he shows up at your door and personally takes your money <laughs> knocks on your door Hands out. 
Several Central Ohio agencies now providing assistance to victims of that suspected human trafficking investigation involving that massage parlor in Fairfield County. So it was the public, the complaining that led police last year to start watching what was going on, the comings and goings. The place was called Massage Experts in the Sherman Center Shopping Plaza. Uh, the Salvation Army, among several other Central Ohio organizations, all, all working with the victims that police say are connected to the investigation. And the official, the official position of the Cannabis Control Board in New York for events is smoke them if you got them. The board approved an initiative yesterday that will allow three or more marijuana growers to partner with retailers for sales outside of dispensaries at adult-oriented, locally-sanctioned events. The initiative also allows processors, uh, processors to sell things like edibles and vape cartridges at these events. Only 20 licensed retailers are currently open in the state. The initiative is part of a move by regulators to take access to marijuana to a uh, yeah, I'm higher gonna, level. I'm going to pass. If they did something that he, like that here and someone's selling edible brownies at a breakfast club, I'm good. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm going to pass. No, nothing personal against anyone. I'm just not going to take anything homemade. What do guess, you, how do you know what's in it? Yeah, up in Michigan, too, I guess, uh, you know, we all say, well, let's just legalize it here. They're, they're having some issues. And I think the biggest consumer of the uh, the gummies, mm-hmm. all uh, older people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Age. I guess you go to a bar at a happy hour, you're on a deck somewhere or in public. People are whacked out. I, I mean, know someone eating them. who retired. And it was in public service, retired, and all they do now is they love the gummies. Yeah, never, never did right. it, never smoked pot at all. Retired. Now, sits at home, plays euchre with friends, and eats gummies. Eats gummies. Playing the euchre. <laughs> Swear. I get the call every spades. once in a while. Hey, we got the euchre playing. You want to come and do some gummies and have euchre? No, I'm yeah. good. We'll do seven yeah, okay. hearts. I told you last time I filled up with gas up there. I mean, you're pumping your gas, and it's just uh, the... the at the pumps, everybody opens their door. It's just clouds of smoke. You just smell Spicoli. it everywhere. But they said the younger folks seem to still prefer the flower, whereas the 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 boomers all about the gummies. Because <laughs> yeah, we don't like, want to smell like it. Well, we just want the effect. You don't want to. Well, <laughs> well, there is a convenience to the gummies. There's yeah, no, no doubt coffee. about that. Just no pop one coffee. in your mouth and off you go. Yeah, and you don't want to risk the roll the dice when you're 65 with lung cancer, right? Yeah, true. I've gotten this far, right? I'll just pop an edible. Yeah. QFN Monty 6 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic accident-free on your Thursday morning. If money doesn't grow on trees, where does it grow? Well, it grows when you plant a seed in a high-interest money market account at Kemba Financial Credit Union. Open a new account and earn up to 4.75% until on. All right, let's go here. we got five audio cuts for you. Cut number one, Alice Cooper teamed up with Tom Morello, guitarist, Rage Against the Machine, audio slave. A new tune, White Line Frankenstein. Well, I'm a big bad wolf and I drive alone I'm the seventh son and I'm bad to the bone Tonight I'm alive, gotta load my nose 
At the stadium show? Ah, uh, maybe. Probably. Right. Alice staying busy, man. I like he it. Is. Absolutely. Nothing slowing him down. And Morello is just everywhere. Yeah. He, oh, he Morello. Really yeah. Is. Yeah. He he is. He's really like you know. And his mom, him and his mom do a radio show. She's still. Oh, really? Yes. His very old mother, though. I <laughs> right, clip number two. The Giants running back uh, Saquon Barkley was explaining his leverage on a podcast. Uh, regarding his stalled contract talks with the team. I could say, fuck you to the Giants. I could say, fuck you to my teammates and be like, you want me to show you my worth? You want to show you how much, how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up. Right. I won't play it down. And that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a play I can use. Do I, anybody knows me, knows that's not something I want to do. But like, it's something that has it something that crossed my mind. It's like, I has never, to. I never thought I would ever do that. But like, now I'm at a point where it's like, Jesus, like, I, I might have to take it to this level. And, like, am I willing, am I prepared to take it to the level? I don't know. That's something I got to sit down and, like, I got to talk to my family. I got to sit down and talk to my team. Got to really, you know, strategize about this. Can't just, like, go off of emotion. That's 10 million bucks you'll never get back. And a year of playing and you lose it quickly as a running back. Uh, if you well, think the running about backs your future, don't have the value. That's the yeah, only position don't. where they're not making the money. They it, it, it's going south. Actually, it's less. The yeah, the average kicker makes more yeah. than the average running back. Right. But now, is that an indication? Is that due to the fact that the quarterbacks are all running now? I get basically two. Well, the oh. offense have changed. The offense have changed, and you've been able to find guys. Like here's an example for Buckeye fans. You had Ezekiel Elliott, top back. Troy Pollard comes in better, and you just find younger replacements who are cheaper. And so unless you're a Derrick Henry or a top of – remember Adrian Peterson who was an MVP? Those guys are so rare, they just don't dominate anymore. So you're just recycling guys who are good. Nick Chubb, who knows what his timeline is. You know, it's just the shelf life is so quick now because it's so competitive and they're so elite that it's just – Hey, if you don't, you know, you we want we don't want to pay you fifteen million. We'll go get this seventh round pick, and he'll do just as good. Right, right. Maybe he'll play third down. And it's such a limited window too for those running backs. Yeah. What five years? Maybe seven. Boy, I don't. But, some, I mean, the yeah, Bears five. traded. Who did they trade uh, to? The, who's Detroit got now? They're Montgomery. Running back. Montgomery, because Justin Fields has, is running for the same yardage. Yeah. I think Montgomery's done though too. That's why it kind of. But yeah, they go. You go through them yeah, quick. The don't running you? back position is is kind of antiquated in the, in the league now. Yeah, it's super weird because yeah. it was the exact opposite maybe ten years ago in the league, ten right, twenty right. years ago. Cut number three. President of SAG-AFTRA, Fran Drescher. Remember her from the Fran. nanny. Yep, gives you a update on the TV movie actors' writer strike. I wish we would be talking to the other side. We said we would start talking to them immediately, but they're punishing us. They don't want to talk to us. So, oh, well, you know, they complain that it's going to shut down the business, but they don't come to the table. Yeah, they're not going to come to the table till it's till they need to come to the table. Right. Yeah, Yeah. It's summer. Why would they come to the table? Wait till the fall hits and then they start. Right. 
Yeah, I don't know where you what you read, Christy, but I think this is going to drag out. I agree with you yesterday when you said that. That it's going to drag out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I I, without a doubt. Months. I'm not right, going to get anything new forever. Uh, clip uh, number four. There's a Massachusetts. This is kind of a cute little story. Made me smile. Woman in Massachusetts. She doesn't drive anymore because she's so old, right? She's in like 90, late 90s. Ooh. But she bought herself a brand new John Deere mower nice. because she loves mowing her lawn. Here is Marie Erickson talking about all the fun she's having on her new John Deere. I'm on that tractor every day, whether the grass needs cutting or not. <laughs> I go around and check, and when I see it, I cut it. The yard keeps me busy. I don't like to do housework. I had a push mower, but I was a younger girl. I could push that, but now forget it. I've always owned the John Deere. I like the John Deere's. I like the John Deere's. Oh, yes. Marie, you're so adorable. Can you come so... to my house and mow my lawn? What's the country song, Jerry? New John Deere. John Deere Green. There's been a lot of John Deere songs in country. Yeah. Cut number five. Carly Russell. This story is bizarre. If you don't know who she is, she's the Alabama woman who vanished after calling 911 to report a child walking along the interstate. Then she reappeared at her home two days later, right? I got it. That story correct? Yes, that is correct. Well, here's the Hoover police chief. Carly's 911 call remains the only report of a child on the interstate, despite numerous vehicles passing through the area at that time. Detectives continue analyzing data from Carly's cell phone that was left behind at the scene. Part of what data includes several internet searches in the days leading up to their disappearance that I think are very relevant to this case. On July 13th, the day of her disappearance, the term, how to take money from a register without being caught, a search for a one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville was conducted with a departure date of July 13th. A search for the movie Taken, a film about abduction. And I, I do think it's highly unusual the day that someone gets kidnapped, that uh, several seven hours or eight hours before that, that they're uh, searching the Internet, Googling uh, the movie Taken about an abduction. I, I find that very, uh, very strange, yes. People very are just crazy. And I knew when they had her parents... I mean, your kids kidnapped, you would just be a wreck. They were very composed, like they knew her. They may not have known what she was up to, but they were not as distraught as any parent would be. Do you think they, that she's be. done this before, I, maybe not to I, this I, extent? I don't know, but they they were being held, uh, you know, what is going on, and they, they did not seem too upset. Carly. Like you, they knew. Yeah, maybe. she's got to learn how to erase the data. <laughs> <laughs> Learn how to erase that data, Carly. Right? All the searches. Ask Scott Peterson, right? Yeah, no doubt. The searches will yeah, get how you. How many people have been caught with your search history, <laughs> yeah. right? Even even if you delete your search history or do private, they can still find out right, what you're yeah, looking I think for. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or at least that's what I saw in a movie. <laughs> This look at news is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. Although it wasn't formally announced, and Jerry, you don't need to worry about this because you got rid of it years ago. Netflix seems to have taken an axe to that $9.99 basic subscription tier. Now, those who are interested in signing up for the service will have subscription options. Now, for the same service, which is what they call the standard plan, you're going to pay $5.50 more. It, it goes up to $15.49 a month. Now, if you want to go cheaper than the standard with ads, 
That plan, $6.99 a month. Kind of cheap. Now, for access on all four devices at a time rather than just two, that would be Netflix's premium plan. We'll, we, that'll set you back 20 bucks a month. I'm paying 16 something now. I actually got it, even though I do have my buddy's password in one room. Um, Netflix still hasn't shut it off. Uh, it, but it's it's we get an unlimited device, but it's only two streams on. But it's just you're running out of stuff to watch. I know. Yeah, you, know, you just yeah. run out. Right. I'm going back to watch. I never watched Ozark. I'm fin- wrapping up season one. Well, Are I'm you happy. really? Yeah. <laughs> I liked, oh, yeah. I loved Ozark. I need an AT&T guy. I got my new equipment. I was having trouble with the DVR, so I finally went through the uh, 800 number, which you have to search for because they don't want you calling, right? Yep. Finally do it with the computer on the 800 number. Then it says, I'll get you a... Then the lady comes on, and, you know, an hour later, we go through every reset, every prompt, every boot, every unplug, replug, and she says, yeah, you're, you've got a bad equipment, your DVR. So they overnight it, and I get it yesterday, and still no DVR. Oh, no. Yeah, now it could be a Jerry issue. Uh, it's right? a Jerry issue. <laughs> it could you be, got a new but one I don't, well, it's two plugs now. It's HDMI and power. That's it. I mean, how do you, I, I don't, and uh, it's linked to the wireless. I, I got that. That's all clear. That's all green. I don't know what the deal is. I'm going to guess like our old producer stress. User error. Yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't argue that. Yes. So it may be, but I need a. I need a tech because they don't even want to send people to your house anymore. I bet Jimmy could take care of it. They just send. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. The Jimmy could probably take care of it. He knows. He yeah, because I don't think it's a wireless issue in the house with the router and everything, and you have to reset and link. Yeah, that to the, for ten the seconds bo- or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But if you have three boxes, right? Which one is the one that? The main box. Well, whatever they set up when they set it up, you probably have in your living room. They ask you, like, where do you want the main box? Yeah, they should. That should be your the one but that you use all the time. it's identical to the other. I know. It doesn't What's matter, the but difference? the main one. Okay, well, that that's the main TV. That's the one I started with, and that didn't work, so then I did the main box over on the second one. Still nothing. It's a Jerry. Still nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's a Jerry. Well, I'm sure somebody that knows what they're doing could do cable it in 10 guy. minutes. Come on by, guy. Jerry. We'll have some bourbon. We'll make hey, a day of it. Rich, I cable don't trust guy. you. I'll pay you in Nutella. Yeah, <laughs> and Pop-Tarts. Pet me, please. Speaking of food, what does food in the NFL have in common? Find out after Aerosmith. Let's talk food. One of our favorite subjects, Eddie Jackson, the former NFL player, now with Food Network, host of OutChef'd. Thursdays, Food Network 930 joins us. What's up, Eddie? How are you? The great Eddie Jackson. Hello, Eddie. You guys, you guys got a lot of energy. That's what I'm talking wow. about. It's a lot of Red Bulls, Eddie. We, <laughs> it's like you on a Sunday morning before the big game. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, indeed. Hey, so when you look back on your uh, playing time, uh, you, had, uh, you, you came in the league with the Panthers. Is that correct? Yes. And that was what year, 04? Yeah, 04, you know, I was supposed to be a third-round pick, but I got hurt my last game and ended up going undrafted. And I had to make the team the hard way. I had to go out there in blood, sweat, and tears, literally. Yeah. What college did you attend? I went to the University of Arkansas. 
Arkansas. So a Razorback. Did, huh? Eddie, right. when did you, because it's not, it's, you know, when you think of chefs and Food Network, you don't think of NFL players yeah. or athletes, really. When did you get the bug? When did you start cooking and, and start making this your second career, or now first career? Well, I was out for a jog one day, and I got struck by lightning. And I'm kidding. I wish the story was there. <laughs> Because even lightning couldn't catch you, Eddie. <laughs> no, my grandmothers were chefs uh, on, on both sides. My mom and dad, surprisingly enough, they both were chefs. So I grew up, uh, you know, in a, in a household that was always surrounded by food. You know, everything was centered around food. So that was my life growing up. It was sports and food. And so once I retired, uh, I wanted to do something with food. And so I started a, a catering company. Um, and then that led to a couple of food trucks. And then from there, you know, just one day I was came home from a catering years. It was about nine years ago or eight years ago, I think it was. I uh, came home from a catering. I was just tired. I was sitting on the couch eating a bowl of cereal. And a commercial came on because I watched Food Network all the time. It was, like, always on. And uh, I said, hey, if you think you can be the next Guy Fieri, try out for Food Network star. You know, that's how Guy Fieri became Guy Fieri. He won Food Network star. Yeah. So I tried out for the show. Got on the show, um, and then I ended up winning the show and becoming the next star of Food Network. That's how I got in. Wow. Now, hey, I wanted to ask you about food trucks because it seems uh, like there's I just, wrote just down, so yeah. many of them, Eddie, and it's become such a competitive business for spots. And is it worth opening up a food truck in 2023, or is it one of those things where it was a fad and maybe you don't do it now? No, it's definitely worth it. I actually, now I own a a, a, a beer garden and food truck park here in Cypress, Texas called Rose Hill Beer Garden. So I have um, eight trucks that I rotate the concepts out all the time. Um, and also have, have a beer garden here. It's about, th- this property is about three acres. And so people still gravitate towards food trucks. You know, it's a, it's a cool way to, if you don't have um, a lot of money to open up a brick and mortar and you have a passion for food and you have something that you want to share with the masses, uh, food truck is a great way to kind of to, to, to get it going, and uh, I'm still seeing it today, you know, through all of my food trucks that I have. Sure. What would your specialty be? What are, what are the majority? That's a lot of food trucks. What what do you do? What food? Uh, so I have a craft taco um, truck. Taco, yeah. Like, we do, like, bulgogi uh, tacos. Uh, I do, um, uh, we do, like, hot chicken tacos. Um, I have a craft burger truck where I use um I have a, a connection with a branch here in, in Texas where we do Texas Wagyu patties. Um Ooh. so it's real elevated tacos, you know, that you would see at a five star restaurant, but we we're pushing it out of a food truck. Um handmade pizzas we do. Obviously I have barbecue <laughs> a barbecue truck. I have ah. a Colombian fusion truck where we do Colombian street food. Uh, so I just you know you can whatever you can, yeah. think you can make on a food truck. Hey Eddie, why is it? You know, I wanted to ask you about barbecue with Eddie Jackson, Food Network's out chef uh, Thursdays. Food Network nine thirty is the host, and we'll get into the concept of that show because it's pretty cool. Barbecue, you know, we got a great food city here, but it doesn't seem to be like a top city for barbecue. What's the key? Why are some cities like down south, Missouri, get great? Kansas City, great barbecue, and yet the Midwest just seems to miss out. Uh, because it's not in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> no bias, though. No, yeah, I think, it, I think it has a lot to do um, with um, the wood. Obviously, in Texas, we're, we're very fortunate to have really good wood down here. We use a lot of oak, uh, post oak, red oak, mesquite, hickory. We have, and, and that's what really makes really good barbecue 
is the fuel. And so we have really good woods uh, that we use down here. And also the, the selection of meats. We have really good beef um, down here. You know, beef is king in, in Texas. You know, you're, you're, you're brisket. And so we have access to really high-quality um, um, beef. And then just more than anything, I think it's more it's the, 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 the history of the barbecue. And so down here we use, we, we're not a sauce. State, and so we really let the meat sing, and um, I think a lot of people kind of gravitate towards that. Is really getting the essence and the flavor of the meat, and not necessarily the sauce. We don't, you know, it's not wet. Uh, it's all about dry spices and the fuel, the wood, and then the quality of the meat. And I think that's what separates a lot of cities and states uh, when it comes to barbecue. Okay, because that, that's my problem. I think because I'm a sauce guy, and I'm always like, I only go to places for the sauce, but it's the meat. I'm I'm doing it in reverse. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the meat. It's the, the the meat, you know, happens time and time again. People come to Texas, and you know they've been through the Carolinas and the Missouris, and then they come here. And it's like, whoa, this meat is amazing, you know, because we we focus on the quality of the meat down here. All right, now I got a question on outshaft. All right, if I'm yeah. going to participate as an amateur home cook, chances are I've seen all the shows, all the networks. I'm a fan of that genre of television and of cooking. And now I got to go head to head with one of the most, you know, these intimidating famous chefs. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get a contestant on there that's just an amateur home cook? Because I would think it would be your chances would be better to just go in and go, I'm going to do me and kind of put a wall up and not pay attention to that intimidating famous chef. Do you ever get contestants just truly amateur that haven't seen or met all those other chefs or don't know them? Yeah, well, the thing is, most of the people, so we, like you said, the, the premise of the show is I bring in these amateur home cooks that obviously they watch Food Network or right. follow these famous chefs, right? So they, they think they're coming in for an audition, just a regular show about home cooks uh, to ho- hopefully be on the Food Network. Ah. And what they, they did in for the shock of a lifetime is when I reveal to them that they're actually going to be competing against a world-class chef, <laughs> these are the chefs that they've been watching, Alice Cornishelli's the uh, Eric Ajapongs and Kelsey Bernard and Robert Irvine, Rocco Despirito. So these are the caliber of chefs that I have on the show. But I obviously know that their chances of, you know, head-to-head beating these chefs are very slim. So I even the playing field by bringing in judges to try these two dishes. And the judges are just regular people that I meet on the streets of New York. So they're not chefs. They're not critics. They're not food judges. They're just regular people working nine-to-five just coming in for the day to try these two dishes blindly, and they need to tell me which one they like the best. And well, that's fair. Home cook. Sometimes a home cook wins. Yeah, that's I, fair. I like it. So doing what you're doing and hosting this now, what would be your recommendation for the home chefs? Do you keep it simple, or do you try to, to spice it up? Is simple good to simple win? Well, no, most of the time what happens when the, when the home cook wins, and all they need is one vote for my panel of judges, by the way, but – it usually works in their favor when I give them an ingredient, right? So every show I have a secret ingredient. They have to use that ingredient to make just one, make a dish, the best dish they can. Make something that you know you can make that you've made a hundred times in your home that people love. Now is not the time to experiment and try to make something you saw on TikTok. You know, <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't experiment. If you make bomb mac and cheese, make bomb mac and cheese. That's what you need to do. You know, we've had a couple of home cooks 
Oh, I just saw this on TikTok, or I just I just saw this recipe online a couple of days ago. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, don't do that. Are you on TikTok? Do you make meals on TikTok? No, I don't, I don't have time to TikTok. I'm way too I'm way too busy to, to be on TikTok. Well, Eddie, we appreciate it. Out no chef kidding. Thursdays, Food Network, nine thirty. Thanks so much, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a great day. QFM ninety six. Morgan Elliott. Get an open update coming up. Pete Herbert's going to join us. Yeah, I always enjoy doing the show when we got live golf on. Now, Pete, is uh, he's in Hoy Lake. It's windy this morning. We'll get a live report from Pete Herbert. Okay, he's on High Street, but just selling the bit here, oh, Tor. You know, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of wind and Kinda rain. Kind like the traffic or, and you're doing the... Uh. Well, it's almost stormy up here today and backed up on 315. <laughs> Let's get a little laughter out of the way then at 32 After, brought to you by the Columbus Funny Bone. Uh, here is comedian Mike Viccione about what he misses, what he misses about the pandemic. We're coming back, baby. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. There are some things I'm going to miss about the pandemic, though. For example, walking into a restaurant and having my temperature taken like I'm being executed. I enjoy it. This is to make you feel safe. I like it when the hostess takes a break and I go up and take the thermometer. And I just start using it on people for comedy reasons. Couple walks in, you know, I point it to the woman and I go, you're pregnant. Then I pointed to the guy and go, you're not the father. I try to keep up with my mental health. I'm doing affirmations, and the affirmation I do is millionaire mindset. Every morning I sit on the couch, I close my eyes, and I repeat the phrase, I am a very powerful millionaire. I am a very powerful millionaire. Hey guys, I'm a very powerful millionaire. Girlfriend walks out, shakes me interrupts my mindset and she goes uh you left the dishes in the sink last night is that what we're doing leaving the dishes in the sink i turn to her i'm like do you know who you're talking to i am a very powerful millionaire you can't talk to a very powerful millionaire that way but later i found out she had been doing a billionaire mindset the open going on talk to pete herbert our golf insider What's hello up, pete? pete is it windy over there good morning gentlemen uh yeah a little bit <laughs> hey we're looking at some of the some of the early guys are already in the uh, clubhouse at uh, royal liverpool who's sitting atop the board right now well you know you always seem to mention with the uh open here how we have a early front runner and not to fail this year, Christo Lambrecht. He's a uh, amateur golfer, South African guy. Actually won the amateur championship over in the uh, UK earlier this summer. He just posted a 66. He's on top of the leaderboard at five under. Six foot eight guy. So he's probably hoping the wind doesn't blow too much. Yeah. When was the last time an amateur won a major? Oh, it's been it's been a long time. You 50, go 60 back. years? Yeah, you got to go back to the old days probably. I don't know if Bobby Jones was the last guy, but 
Yeah, it's been it's been years. Well, tell tell Torg about Matthew Jordan. This is an interesting uh, little oh, story here. He's a it, member at the host club, Royal Liverpool. It, that's his home course. Boy, you talk about an advantage, huh? Yeah, that's a great story. I mean, he's been a member there since a kid. I mean, he's still he's still a kid. He's like twenty seven or twenty eight, but he's actually won the club championship there three times. You know, so it's beautiful, and for him to qualify and and be in there, that's really good. He's got a lot of people pulling for him. When he was on the first tee this morning, it was great. Just the response he got, it was unbelievable. He posted a good round. Yeah, he did. Two under par, 69. He's, you know, he's right around the top. Pete Herbert with us, our golf insider. And, you know, I like the open, Pete, because of the weather. The course is rough. The weather's rough. But so far today, weather looks great. But I think by looking at the forecast, we could have some bad weather this weekend. Yeah, I mean, Torg, they could have bad weather this afternoon. I mean, that's mm. it's just incredible. But you're right. Right now, the skies are blue. I see guys out there in short sleeves, which is fairly unusual. But, uh, you know, the golf course sits out like on a little point. So when the wind gets blowing, it, it'll give these guys all they want. You know, it's tight fairways out there. The greens are really well guarded. Most of them are perched up a little bit. So if you miss by just, you know, inches, your ball could roll 20, 30 yards away from the green and, you know, really provide a challenge as far as getting the thing up and down. And, Peter, I was telling the uh, boys in the studio, one thing I do not like, and not a lot of, not many courses have it, but tell everybody, explain this interior OB, the out-of-bounds but yet you're still on the course. It's not – I mean, why don't they just make it a lake? Or why don't they – I don't know why you're 15 feet off the fairway on, what is it, 17 or 18, and you're OB. Yeah, there's actually – I think it comes into that. play on three holes on this golf course, and they've just designated the areas. Now, most of, most of the areas they designated at OB, it's kind of funny because there's actually mounds on the golf course – and they're on the other side of a mound, say, from the hole you're playing. But, yeah, it's very unusual because most of the time, you know, Muirfield Village, OB, you're in someone's backyard. Right. Here, you know, you could be still where you could go and play the ball, but there's a white line. You've gone over it, so now OB. you're taking a penalty. You're OB. So, yeah. who, oh, I'm sorry, Tori. Well, I was going to just ask you about, you know, I'm looking at this course, and hole 17, it looks like you need a ladder to crawl in and out of that bunker. These last four holes on this course, man, that's some that's some drama because you're talking about long 620-yard par fives, a 610-yard yeah, par yeah. five. I mean, these last four holes in that 17, is it's going to be interesting. Yeah, 17 should be great. That's actually a new hole for this Open. Um, they moved it after – Oh, when did Rory? 2014, after Rory won there, uh, they redid the 17th. It's a little hole. It's a 125-yard, 135-yard hole, but it's perched up. Once again, if the wind's blowing, it's going to give these guys fits. Well, hang on, Pete. Hang on. Hang on. We fired a a break there accidentally. Yeah, those bunkers, too, those sod-stacked bunkers. I've never had to come out of one of those. Oh, I've, I've played when I was over there. I've, I've played out of those, and they're, they're great. I mean, you don't want to be in it, but when you're, you are in it, you're hitting a shot that we don't get to hit very often over here. I mean, there's, you know, we've got high-lip bunkers and things, but those walls, you get in a bunker and look 
and all that's in front of you is a wall of sod, it's like, okay, well, I better hit a good shot to get out of this thing. And, Torg, like you're mentioning on 17, that that bunker on the right of 17, Mm -hmm. I think that wall's got to be at least eight or nine feet high when they're in there. Hey, who is – with these link courses, who is the person – who plays these courses really well? Because we know it's a difficult course. John Rahm, I saw something this week where he said, well, the course is unfair to everyone because it's a tough course. But who plays this style of course well? Yeah, I mean, you got to – I'd kind of give the advantage to some of the European guys. You know, Rory, uh, Hatton, Fleetwood. They've played these their whole life. I mean, they've played them as kids growing up. Over there, you know – in the States here, most of the time we've got perfect conditions. Yes, you've got tough golf courses, but over there, you know, the conditions are a little bit rougher. With the Lynx land, you get funny bounces all the time. I mean, you can drive the ball down the middle, you hit a little knob, you're now in, you know, two-foot-high rough on the right side and trying to play out of it. And, you know, hopefully the wind's going to kick up. I mean – they're, I can't imagine they're going to go four days out there without any wind. Right. And uh, when the wind kicks up, you got to play the ball. You know, you play it along the ground. You play for the little bumps and humps and trying to roll things around. It really, really gets the creative juices flowing, which to me, it, it's a ball to watch. And Yeah, I agree. It's high uh, entertainment. And the wind is worse than uh, the rain. You, I want to see them playing in their rain gear with the wind as well. Give us an example in this country of a championship-level Lynx course that we have here in North America. Pine, Pinehurst. You Is know, that a Lynx I, course? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'd I've go, never I'd been. I go to Pinehurst. I mean, it's a sand-based course. It's not, you know, it's not on the coast. Um, right, geez, but it's still a know, Lynx but, course. Yeah, it's a, it's a Lynx-style course, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of scruff if you miss if you miss your targets, there's a lot of scruff you got to deal with to get your ball back in play. Um, but over there, I mean, they all most of their courses or a lot of their courses are all on the links. I mean, you can't build on them. It's all sandy soil, so they don't build on it. It was perfect for golf. Hey, is the uh, the group you want to watch today teeing off right at ten? In your opinion, the Rory, John Rahm, and Justin Rose is that the group today? Yeah, that's that's a hell of a group to be watching. That's for darn sure. I mean, you know, this golf course over the years, they've held a number of opens here. I mean, actually, this is the 151st open. This golf course is older than the first open. You know, this golf course has been around for 150-some years. But, you know, always it seems like the best players have risen here. I mean, Walter Hagen won here. Bobby Jones won here. Roberto DiVincenzo. Tiger Woods. Rory. So, I, you know, I would favor a guy who's got a track record. I mean, Scheffler, how do you not, how do you not like Scheffler, how he's been playing? Rory after last week, I mean, yeah. those two iron shots he hit on 17 and 18, if that didn't fire up his juices, I don't know what would. Um, you know, and then you got some guys, like I say, Tyrrell Hatton, English guy, been playing really good. Tommy Fleetwood's been playing good. I love Fleetwood. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, Victor Hovland. I mean, you've got to be a ball striker here. Uh, you know, the fairways are narrow and the greens, you know, require you got to hit the greens and hold them. Uh, you know, ball striker, yeah. Victor Hovland, he's, he's good. And, um, you know, some guys looking to pick up maybe their second major Adam Scott's been playing real well Hideki, 
you know, I never count him out. If he can get his putter going, Hideki would be a really good pick and, around here. And I saw the uh, the live golfers, of course, are there. And I don't think it was coincidence that they put Brooks Kepka with the slope playing uh, Cantley after they had that feud over the pace of play. Cantley takes forever, Torg. He's just a dyna. He just he cannot move out there. And it's ridiculous, and Kepka complained publicly, and you, now here they are in the first round, and they put them together. You just got to love British humor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just that, that was what I saw that period. It was like, that is absolutely perfect. Yeah. Well, enjoy the uh, Open this weekend, Pete, and uh, we'll talk at you. Thank you very much. All right, gents. Always a pleasure. Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic in the cleanup stages. That accident eastbound East Broad Street at Reynoldsburg, New Albany Road. Everything else is moving on and uh, really uh, no major slowdowns. Can't believe it is summer already. So make this year uh, the year to finally start enjoying those golden years by seeing the country in an RV. There is no better time than now to start living your dream. Visit rcdrv.com to view travel trailers, motorhomes, campers, and more. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. All right, so the age difference here isn't that bad. Uh, Dolph Lundgren recently married his girlfriend. Her name is Emma Croak doll in Greece. Now, for the record, how old is Dolph? He's not that old. He's 65. How old is Emma? A personal trainer? She's 27. So, 38-year age difference. In a statement, the couple wrote, We chose to celebrate our love by getting married at our villa with family and a few close friends. With both COVID and a long road of challenging medical treatments, we've had to push our marriage plans many times. We thought it was finally right to celebrate our love. Dolph and Emma reportedly met at the Equinox in uh, West Hollywood earlier this year. Uh, Recently, Dolph revealed he's been battling kidney cancer since 2015. Brace yourselves, Jerry, in particular you. The sex doll revolution is coming, literally. So former Google chief business officer, his name is Mo Gaudat, He did uh, clandestine research and development. He's already gone on record saying that AI will usher in a redesign of love and friendships and relationships. Now, in his estimation, we are entering an age where people won't be able to tell the difference between real life sexual encounters and those that are created artificially. Soon, the combination of VR headsets and AI powered bots will be able to trick people into thinking that Sex robot is real. I know how Jerry feels about them. They're sex robots. Hello? He was busy with it, Christy. <laughs> What's the question? Hello? It's okay. Nope, oh, moving Christy, on. Christy, you did it to us you last hour. Yeah. yeah, so payback. You just disappeared. Yeah. Right. We are talking to you about re- being related to Justin Trudeau. Because uh, his mom's let me. No, guys, I, I didn't even hear you. So there was some button not pushed in the oh. main studio. So. All right. Well. No. Okay. Understand. I've been talking to you and you have been haven't been answering me. You've been talking uh, to me. I haven't been answering you. So. Uh, so there's there's an issue. Tit for tat. Yeah, exactly. Tit for tat. Yeah. All right. So sex robot. I'm familiar with the story because I read this story that Google CEO. Right? Yes, correct. Mo. Yes. His name is Mo. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, you, Jerry, the story, I was telling Jerry right. the story off the air that basically to fill it, everybody you in 
is the CEO of Google say these you won't know the difference between sex robots and AI. It's like the real thing. Go on. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. <laughs> yeah, they said you won't be able to tell the difference. Well. Unless you've already been having robotic yeah. sex anyway with your so mate. So if you're, that's true. Yeah. If you're. Blue Chewy. Is that. Mama goes to work, you pull your robot out of the closet. Is or that the goggles, che- or the AI is goggles. Is that oh, yeah, the, uh, yes. So I think it's up to your spouse. I'd the VR headset, you break out the VR over headset. the AI, right? Yeah, well, what about. you're not getting touched in AI. He, this guy said the AI, the <laughs> robot. <laughs> you I are knew getting Jer- touched. No, See, I, you are getting yeah. touched, I knew Jerry would have questions. Yes. He claims that the robots are going to be so realistic and real that you won't even. Like wow. a female. Yeah. Remember Blade Runner? Did you see the new Blade Runner? I did. With the twenty fifty nine, the twenty forty nine, or whatever it is. Those yeah. Robots like that are. What was the movie, Christy, with the sexy robot with half a face? Or oh, Matt. Oh, uh, uh, Machina. Machina. Oh, yeah. I, that. I think that's kind of sexy. Yeah. Ex Machina. Something for me. Yeah. That was a really cool in, movie. In Blade by the way. Runner, he had sex with his AI. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, 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 he did. He got dirty. Right. Locked the doors. He locked the doors, shut shut the windows. Yesterday it was so hot, I skipped having sex with the robot and screwed a snow cone machine. Oh. <laughs> Is it cheating if it's a robot? <laughs> That's what I said. That's yeah, one frosty right. no tip. No one's paying attention today. Well, yeah. if, if, no one. If, no. if there was a male, well, there will be a male version, too. This isn't yeah. just a guy thing. If your if your wife was doing it with the male robot, is yes, that, it is because yeah, she can get the extended version I if you know what I mean. That's She's right. getting the extra large yeah. NBA player edition, yeah. right? Maybe after you have sex with him, baby, he could cut the lawn. Got the torn Torgerson. Let me tell you, a smart guy. We had a kid in high school, Joey Casey. Joey sit to pee. He sat to pee. We're like, dude, why are you in the stall all the time? And he says, because I go, I'm peeing. In Elliot. Hello, Jerry. Hello, okay. It looks like my scrotum. Uh, I like you guys with every radio show I get booked on. Uh, you know, they're like, don't be vulgar. And you guys are vulgar, too. And here we go. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Yeah. You heard Barbara Corcoran in the little open there from Shark Tank. Shark Week kicks off on Sunday. We're going to have to get your little uh, the theme ready there whenever Shark Week comes up, and we'll hit that. It's just bad memories for me. Shark you ever been Tank. duped? Like on the show, like we, like, you ever, like you've done this a long time, Jerry. Remember a segment where you're a complete idiot? We oh, talked about yeah. the, the no, Megalodon no, I mean, thing. Yeah, the Megalodon. The, the Megalodon. If people don't realize, no. In fairness, I, I, I was sold I by my wife that it was legit. And that was before today you would never fall for that. No. Because everything is, is erroneous. Yes. But they have this show, and I don't even know if they show it anymore on Shark t- uh, Shark Week, but it's on the Megalodon, a fake shark. It's a fake documentary, but they do it like it's real. Like it's real, that this thing actually exists. They're really talking to like these it's a ocean. Mockumentary. Yeah. But they have real guys involved in it. And my wife said, hey, you got to watch this document. So I watch it, and I come in the next day on the air, and I'm talking about it on the air like it's a real shark. What do I know? Did you ever see the movie called The Meg? No. That was about The Meg. Well, they got a new one coming out. Oh, they Meg did? Meg. Oh, Meg yes. 2. Meg 2. It's, I mean, it's like just campy soon. fun. Yes. It's, but I 
the, when I think Shark Week, I think of when I watched that stupid documentary and talked about it on the air like it was real. And what was the, uh, I didn't see it. I knew it was, I, I mean, I read articles about how it was a hey, mockumentary. Hey, let me tell you about this rock documentary called How big Spinal did they Tap. say it was? <laughs> it was was it a prehistoric, I know a yeah, guy that pre- fell for Spinal yeah, they, Tap. I know a guy that did. Prehistoric shark, that's what they're prehistoric saying. prehistoric shark, how big, I mean, what? what? It was bigger than any, it bigger dwarfed than any shark, like an orca whale. Sh- yeah, yes, exactly. It could eat an orca whale. And that it was the whole thing was the hunt, and they had pictures of it, yeah. and the hunt of the megalodon that they know it existed, and they had a tracker on right, it, and they right. were following, and they're in their little boat, and they're so using sonar trying to find it. And yeah. I just, I mean, it, it did real. exist. It did exist at one point, and it was really well done. Like Spinal Tap's yeah. a bad move, you know, bad, good. It's always well done. Hell, I fell for that Biden got 80 million votes thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. Uh, Jerry. Jerry. We're talking sharks here. Jerry. Well, we were talking about falling for things. How have you been duped? Yeah, you got to be careful these days. Yeah, but that that wasn't so bad, Tori. No, it is. It's embarrassing though because Megalodon. it was it was not yeah. real. It was a, and it was a, something I was watched it Jerry and I, and I that people. told you, dude. That that was a mockumentary. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we were. We had to break the news to you. We're yeah. sorry. The only thing that comes close is when we had the argument when you two tried to tell me Mexico wasn't in North America. And we had a segment arguing about is Mexico and North Gee, which America. Which segment was that where we were arguing? That was in the old building. Hey, you do this job and talk and BS as much as we do, you're going to have mornings yeah. where. You yes. two almost had me convinced that it wasn't at yeah. one point. I'm like, maybe I'm wrong. They're right. really passionate about it. Here's this. the thing we gaslight you. We're just doing a stupid, uh, exactly. We're, we're just doing a stupid radio show. Right. How about yeah. the guy? Who was the uh, congressman that thought the Philippines was going to. Sink in the remember that whole thing that guy that he thought what was the what was the controversy there oh that, that it was gonna the, fall the congressman thought it no, no it was I it, didn't. Uh, there was no I'm like hey yeah there there was some what were you they, having oh, a Biden moment Jerry I shouldn't have uh, I kind of am yeah <laughs> yeah the c- congressman that said the Philippines were gonna not fall into the ocean. He said, Go, you know the you know yeah, the thing. He, he was gonna, no, someone said Miami's going to fall no, in the ocean. No, no, no. This you guy said that? the entire country was going to, due to climate change. The Philippines was gonna, or was it Guam? No, it was, no. I thought it was the Philippines. Yeah, I'm Guam. sorry. I shouldn't <laughs> it's all right, though. Jerry. It's no, okay. I would say it was a big Guam story. will capsize. Guam will capsize, yes. Okay, that's, that's co- what it was, yes. That's a couple the, years ago, the country, right? Guam was yeah. going to capsize. Thank yeah. you. What was that congressman's name? So it was Guam. Okay. Okay, it was Guam. Uh, it mean, was. People, uh, people still think the Earth is flat. Democrat or, uh, from Georgia. Uh, uh, yeah, real idiot. Hank I mean, Johnson. We're doing a radio show. That guy's trying to run a country, yeah. and he thinks. Yeah, Guam's we don't have any credibility. Capsize. Well, we don't need any. We're talking <laughs> Elliot, right? Exactly. That's why I want no to get. No credibility needed. I want to get Ramaswamy on. He's a Columbus resident, Christy. I know. I. The dude is sharp. I'd heard I just he lived say, in Cincinnati, but he went to Ohio State. That's all we had heard. No, I think he lives here in Columbus. He lives here. We got to get him. Lives on my block. We got to no, get I'm him on. <laughs> That'd be great. He is, he's, I love listening to him. Because we don't have to do legitimate, yeah. hard-hitting, no, right? That's no. where, yeah. He's getting that from everyone. I tell he you is. what. We did, could just have fun with a guy. You can ask him his favorite panties, Ohio Jerry. State stories. and Yeah. His favorite stomping ground here so, in Seabus. Where does he like to eat? What music does he how like? How come we haven't heard of that before? He's a Columbia. Who, somebody's, he's got neighbors, right? 
Is he in Granville? Is he in Hilliard? I someone let us know where he lives. Oh well, live next to Kasich in Ville, my he, old neck of the woods. Yeah, Kasich's up in uh, Westerville, and I don't need it. We don't need a street number. No, but just uh, what part of town? of town? What part of town's Vivek live in? You can give me the street Vivek. number if you want. Because he's getting a, a little momentum. Yeah, a little bit, huh? Yeah, a little bit. I don't know if it would ever be enough. I'm not but, paying attention enough to know. Yeah. Because once, if he keeps getting, if this momentum continues, we'll never get him. He's getting TikTok famous. Worked Is he? Matt Reif. Oh, yeah. He's not, oh, Reif likes him? Well, no, I'm just saying that's what happened with him. Like, Vivek's oh, all yeah, over yeah, yeah. TikTok. He's not, he's not in my for you on my TikTok. Yeah. They do a really good job, TikTok does, for you, the for you. Really good job. Yeah. Like, I never see any political stuff rarely the on my TikTok. for you Twitter feed is better than the following feed, in my instance. The ones they is pick, it? oh, way better. Way I don't even go to the who I'm following anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's kind of scary, Well, who isn't you're it? following is part of the mm. for you. But Some then of them. they add additional ones they think you'll like based on what you've clicked or posted. Gotcha. I get a lot of food. Yeah. The for you, and it's like right. someone making right. like a TikTok video of making e- Tiffany Amber Thiessen making goulash. That's what popped up. Since you got your Tesla, I have been following, well, I've been following Elon for a couple of years now, but uh, I get a ton of Tesla stuff because I clicked on when you were buying and we were looking Uh-oh. and talking. I get a lot of uh, Elon and Tesla on my you, Twitter. You know, now. we wave to each other. I don't when I see another Tesla, we wave, I, I we wave try to each other. I, I try to purposefully stay away from it. Well, you got to click not into it. You pass another golf, Tesla, you should all honk the fart horn. Yeah, we wave. We <laughs> give a little nod and a little yeah, little little wave to each You're other. You're part of the Tesla club. When yeah. you that, that was a Corvette for years. Was it? Oh, yeah, Corvette drivers. You always did the wave. Yeah. yeah. Pinto guys just held up the fire extinguisher. <laughs> Well, that's an old joke. That's like a forty-year-old joke. What do we got? What's Dave called. Pick? He said Vivek lives in Upper Arlington, so we can. Yeah, he's a UA. He's in our UA. neighborhood. Nice. Probably the jogger that Torg almost hit the other day. That might have yeah, been. That might have been him. Oh my! Torg takes out Ramaswamy with his new. See, that's Tesla. why I was so concerned. There was no hate in my heart. It was just love. I don't want to <laughs> hurt it, anyone. Yes, you were. You were caring. Yes, your I heart. Am. Like your heart was trying to do good. Whispering down yes. the streets at four thirty a.m. Yeah, there's no hate in my heart, everybody. It's just I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm not. I'm not the brightest guy at five in the morning. I'm watching Netflix in my car. While I'm driving. But those LED are the brightest lights. Yeah, they are. They so, are. People think I have the brights on yes. all the time. Thank God you can't watch. I was joking. You can't watch. You can, when you're in park, watch Netflix or streaming services, but not when you're driving. Like, I thought Is that, that was a like possibility. Is that like the camping mode? No, it's just a general mode. And I'm you, getting, have, you have internet in your Tesla 24-7. If you're at all observant, I'm getting pretty good. I can tell the difference between the new LED and someone with their brights on. Yes, you can. There's but a, a lot of people can't. There is a can. difference. You can you can see it. You can, but the a lot bright, of people someone don't. with their brights on is much more annoying than the just the LED. Yeah, but equally kind of annoying though. Yeah. Still a little annoying. Yeah, little annoying. Yeah. Little annoying. But it's it is what it is. Tesla's not the only one who has those headlights. Like well, no. Yeah. Everybody. So, they're all over. All the new ones. Yeah, right. Yes. But a lot of people just it's don't. It's an know option that. on a lot of vehicles. Oh, are they? It's not standard. So yeah. you have to pay like extra or is yeah, it just an option? It's for the LED. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Got you. Starting to learn. Michael Evans, next. All right. Let's have it, Michael Evans. Hey, Mike. 
Get her done, get her done. We start off a quick love nugget. Despite, despite friends denying rumors that Harry and Meghan may be separating. I keep hearing it's just a matter of time. So uh, they can't hide it forever. So time will tell. All right, movie review. Oppenheimer opens today. And certainly Oppenheimer will not match Barbie's box office. And the movies uh, could not be as different as day and night. But if you were going to see just one and you asked me, Oppenheimer is the one to see. Hmm. Director Christopher Nolan has outdone himself, and the acting is fabulous, starting with Killian Murphy, who will undoubtedly get an Oscar nomination, uh, as will Robert Downey Jr. Emily Blunt is also great. Matt Damon's great. Uh, They're all great. You, you 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 feel all the tension and the personal connect and a personal connection to the story, while understanding the importance, the fear, the resolve, to try to execute this project they're working on, making the atom bomb, which they explain, although it'd be confusing. You feel included. Murphy's character is complicated, but boy, he is committed to his research, which he believes his bomb will save lives. The movie is a masterpiece that intertwines history with the unknown and showing human frailty in the process. Rated R, three hours long, unfortunately, but four stars. Hmm. What do you think? I don't don't have any interest, but I, I think if people are into that genre of movie, I think it's people will like it. And it's a cautionary tale, right? I mean, it kind of has a teaches you a lesson. It does. I guess the final line in the movie leaves it kind of. Yeah, it does. Ooh. The lesson I learned is don't go to a three-hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hollywood strike shenanigans. So several hundred strikers are picketing Universal Studios, and during the night, Universal bigwigs cut back the trees that the strikers were marching under. So the weather today, uh, without any shade, because of the trees being cut back, is 92 degrees and hot on the strikers. It's cold, don't you think? Yeah, Yeah. a little bit. Uh, By the way, one of the strikers, Mandy Moore, who starred in This Is Us TV show, brought a residual check with her yesterday for one penny. She says she's got more than that, but uh, no no actors get what they're supposed to actually get paid. She just brought it to show, but I think that is true. Uh, Johnny Depp follow-up. Johnny Depp has canceled his Hollywood vampire concerts. Apparently it has to do with that bad leg injury I told you about yesterday. And we talked about this early uh, yesterday, but, but it's now it's gotten more ridiculous. So while Joe Manganello said it was definitely Sofia Vergara's partying that has caused the, the divorce, yesterday Sofia Vergara blamed Joe's sobriety for the divorce. I bet that does break up couples when they're both yeah. partiers and then one quits. Uh, yeah, what do you have in date, common after that? Maybe she should yeah. date Hunter Biden. How do you think that Yeah, would I tell yeah. myself I should quit, but I don't listen to drunks. <laughs> <laughs> Actually blaming him for his sobriety. I can't be with somebody that's sober. All right, come on now. Don't you think that's odd? Yeah, that is odd. It's very odd, homie. It's very odd, yeah. Uh, you going to watch the uh, British Open today? We got it on right now. Watch watching it right now. Right now. Yeah. There you go. Uh, have a great day. We'll do it again tomorrow. See you. From your QFN Mighty 6 Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, Sears Heating and Cooling, 100% relief. 
0% financing, partly sunny today. Got a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 4 this afternoon, a high 86. Mostly cloudy tonight, showers and thunderstorms, likely a low 65 and sunshine for Friday, high 80, 71 right now. Selman in California about to discover a whole lot of long-lost relatives they have never heard of. That's because one ticket bought at a mini market in downtown Los Angeles had the winning Powerball numbers. The jackpot at the time of the drawing was $1.08 billion. And if the winner takes the lump sum, they'll get $558.1 million before taxes. Now, California law states the names of lottery winners have to be publicly disclosed. So the first investment for the winner, brand new phone number. Ohio is one step closer to bringing passenger rails back to the Buckeye State. Yesterday, the Columbus Foundation... They granted the nonprofit organization called All Aboard Ohio close to 17 grand to conduct a detailed economic impact study in the Cleveland, Columbus, State, and Cincinnati Rail Corridor. It's also known as the 3CND Corridor. Now, Stu Nicholson is the executive director for AAO, said Columbus has not seen passenger rail since 1979, and it could take at least four to five years before trains will be seen on the tracks again. Just well, no, no, in Ohio. there's too many train wrecks. Why? We don't have... need passenger rail. We need new infrastructure yes. for freight rail. What happened oh. to that hyperloop? Wasn't oh. it? That remember that? Yeah. Hyperloop? Oh, yeah, the hyperloop. Let's fix the trains now that carry all the goods that we consume. And it said it's carrying passengers. The infrastructure in this country is shot. I wouldn't be worrying about high-speed hyperloops and. Passenger trains, right? We're having derailments every other day. Okay. Waiting for flying. <laughs> that might yeah. be a little bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> to prove point, but We're yeah, just letting you go, Jer. It's good. Yeah, right. Don't it- fact check me. <laughs> Don't community note me. Uh, the Cleveland Browns going to be wearing a different colored helmet for the first time in 70 years this season. Ooh, that means they're going to the Super Bowl. Team unveiled white alternate helmets for three games. It'll be the first one week two at Pittsburgh. Uh, week six versus San Francisco, and then week seventeen versus the Jets. So the jerseys, same bad team, different same bad, jerseys. Yes, thank you. It's like rearranging the deck chairs yes. in the Titanic. It's not going to make any difference. They can lose in any type of helmet you yeah, put them right. in. The jerseys will be the same white throwback jerseys they wore back in '21. Uh, the team did, if you go way back, uh, the Browns did have a white helmet, 1946 to 50, and then they switched to the well-known orange helmet in 1951. And with Virgin Galactic planning to launch its very first private astronaut space tourism mission next month, it's clear that more and more regular people are going to be blasting off into space. That's why industry insiders and scientists are calling for more research on the consequences of space sex. There's an imaginary line out there called the Kármán line, which is the boundary between Earth's atmosphere and outer space. So instead of joining the Mile High Club, people will be joining the Kármán line club. And researchers will need to figure out how to allow people to get intimate safely in zero gravity environments. All right, let's go here. Got some good hot five cuts for you. Alice Cooper, man, staying busy, teaming up with guitarist Tom Morello. If you don't know uh, his work, Rage Against the Machine, Audio Slave, some kind of super groups he's been in. But the teaming up for this song, take a listen, White Line Frankenstein.
He's going to extend his tour. It's him and Rob Zombie, right? I believe. Sure. No, I think it is. Okay. Right? And because he's doing the stadium tour, but he's also got a his own tour going on. Yes, kinda he at does. the same time. Right. Much smaller venues. Yeah. Smaller towns. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously about cocaine there. White line Frankenstein, right? I don't know. You yeah, do the know. you do the nasty. Or is it Frankenstein? Frankenstein. <laughs> it's Frankenstein. Yes. All right, clip number two, uh, Giants running back Saquon Barkley. He was explaining how he was going to leverage the Giants into giving him the contract that he wants. I can say, fuck you to the Giants. I can say, fuck you to my teammates and be like, you want me to show you my work? You want to show you how much, how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up. Right. I won't play it down. And that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a play I can use. Do I, anybody knows me. No, that's not something I want to do. But like, it's something that has it something that crossed my mind. It's like I has never, to. I never thought I would ever do that. But like now, I'm at a point where it's like, Jesus, like I, I might have to take it to this level. And like, am I willing? Am I prepared to take it to the level? I don't know. That's something I got to sit down and like, I got to talk to my family. I got to sit down, and talk to my team. Got to really, you know, strategize about this. Can't just like go off of emotion. You know, he, out of any player in the league that are these running backs, and there's three of them that are uh, not going to sign and have to sign their one-year deal or they can just sit out, and they, I don't think any of them will show up for camp, but he's the one guy, Barkley, where that's the offense. I mean, Daniel Jones stinks. They don't have receivers. Offensive line is improved, but that's the team. If he doesn't play because he catches the ball out of the backfield and runs so much, that's the one guy because Raiders would change. And Chubb as well. Chubb's the same way with Cleveland. No, but he's, he's, he's a big. But part he's of got the a audience. deal. A lot of teams, it doesn't matter. And this is this would be Saquon's only a second contract, right? Yes. And that's when the teams get burned. They all these guys post up their peak early years. Uh, you know, Ezekiel Elliott's a perfect example. Yeah. The Cowboys suck it up the second time, and then you're stuck for. Yeah, they just—it's easier to let him go, I guess, huh? I think with Zeke, there's a little work ethic issue where the downfall there. Yeah, you know, it'll be uh, interesting because man, if Barkley sticks, yeah. sits out, they're a three-win football right, team, right? right? They're a doormat. It's going to be real interesting to see uh, what the Jets and Aaron Rodgers do. Yeah, yeah, we're you talking see, a little football. It's coming, knocks, baby. Oh. What are we? Fifty days, I saw. Yeah, the. One of the websites has 50 things. To, I think it's ESPN, 50 things in 50 days, and then 50 things you should right. know. Man, 50 days. And I think the Browns are playing someone in that Hall of Fame game. Like, was it next weekend? Oh, no, that's Or August. the following that's weekend? August. Yeah. No, I yeah, think like it's the 29th, isn't Thursday it? Thursday or something. Something like that. It's coming yeah. up quick. Huh. Love it. I lo- I'll watch. Bring, uh, they only do three games now in preseason, don't they? And then I think the one, the Hall of Fame game, teams play four. And I think it's great that the uh, New York Jets told HBO, did you see they 
Hard Knocks took a pretty big hit there. What'd they tell them? No pun intended. They limited access, extremely oh, limited really? access. Yeah, you don't have run of our camp. Oh, then we why got you watch the show? We got two. Well, they don't care. It's the, Jets. the Jets. August 3rd, it's yeah. the Jets in the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. yeah. Jets and Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the best Hard Knocks season is the Browns season. The best one. Baker Mayfield rookie year, all the dysfunction. The coaches didn't know what was going on. Yeah, yeah. You could tell they were idiots before the season even started. Is that the one in fifteen? Te- no, that was coming off the one in fifteen. Yeah, it was right after season. the one. In- yeah, Baker's rookie year. Boy, the incompetence on that staff. Have you watched the Netflix quarterbacks? Yes, I'm in through episode three. Me too. Yeah, it's amazing how injured Kirk Cousins was last year. I mean the ribs. I it's, mean he it's was cousins, Mahomes, and Marcus Mariota. Marcus One, Mariota. You don't realize till you watch the show how bad Marcus Mariota is. Like in key moments, in key moments, he's throwing picks. Like great fumbles. quarterback, good quarterback, bad quarterback. And they yeah. announced they'll do season two. Give me three that would be good for next year. How many? They can't do this every year. You wouldn't be able to find three. You know what I mean? Baker would be good. In Tampa. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, can't, can't go wrong there. Probably, uh, yeah, maybe Trevor Lawrence. Herbert. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence and If they choose Baker. to do it. One good, one. Who they yeah. want and who agrees are two different things, though. I'd do golf just to see Dan Campbell run around like a madman. Oh, that'd man. be great. Golf. <laughs> yeah, I think he's pretty uh, milk toast, though. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of flash with Jared Goff. A- episode three is the Buffalo Bills-Vikings game that went down to the wire. That's great because Kevin O'Connell, the Vikings coach, has taken Cousins to task. Oh, the one where we were out yes. when you were watching it. Cousins didn't a- make the fourth and one, and he made the call. The coach wanted to call a timeout, and Cousins ran a play, called his own play, and O'Connell's at the sidelines going, dude, you screwed us. You I was going to call a timeout. You ran the wrong formation, and you screwed us. And Cousins knew it, too. And he got saved by Josh Allen's fumble. But it's so great because the 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 Vikings give all access, and they interview O'Connell. Yeah. And o- the O'Connell is telling Cousins, like, through the first three episodes, dude, just listen to me, and we'll win games. You're not, you never listen to me. And O'Connell's not yelling at him, but just telling him, like, hey, dude, yeah. stop calling your own crap. Pretty good show, man. It is weird that the Jets would allow HBO and those cameras agree to the show only to, once production begins, to say no, 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 no. I wonder if that's Aaron. Yeah, probably. And is saying no, you know, because he's not down with it at all. And it could destroy Zach Wilson, too. I mean, you got the Zach Wilson storyline. He might steal your mother. Who knows? Yeah. Cut number three, president of the Actors Union, Fran Drescher, gives us an update of what's going on with the strike. I wish we would be talking to the other side. We said we would start talking to them immediately, but they're punishing us. They don't want to talk to us. So, oh, well, you know, they complain that it's going to shut down the business, but they don't come to the table. Franny Drescher, the yeah. old nanny, who knew she had it in her? Yeah. She's got some fight in her. Yes, she, she does. does. She does. All right, clip number four. This woman is 97-year-old, just had her birthday, and for her birthday, she bought herself a new John Deere riding mower because she really, really enjoys cutting the grass. Here is Marie Erickson. I'm on that tractor every day, whether the grass needs cutting or not. 
I go around and check, and when I see it, I cut it. The yard keeps me busy. I don't like to do housework. I had a push mower, but I was a younger girl. I could push that, but now forget it. I've always owned the John Deere. I like the John Deere's. Never have owned, or I've never even ridden on a riding mower, and I'm fascinated. Really? You're kidding. I love a little tractor. Are you kidding me? Wow. I just, I I don't have the, I don't need it. I got a little trailer hitch on mine. I hook up the trailer, go around the yard. Oh, you got the little wagon? Absolutely, dude. I want the wagon. Oh, I want a wagon. Got excited there, hearing yeah. that. Yeah, those are cool. They have great attachments. Even those uh, those ATV, what are they? They go those Gators. Yeah. And the gate, my the wife Gator, wants a Gator is really hot. Yep. That's like a pickup truck. Well, mine's a commercial mower, so it gets moving. It's it's um, built. It's big. Yeah. Well, you've got the zero turn though, right? Yeah. I want a tr- I want a tractor. I want something I could sit on. Oh, gotcha. Ooh, I need a steering wheel. Yeah. Big one. Take my something I can take to the liquor store. <laughs> there you go and get a DUI in it. <laughs> <laughs> Name the country star. That Put was your Merle golf Haggard, clubs in it. Merle Haggard, I believe, got busted on his track. Yeah, I tell you what, Jerry, you know <laughs> yeah. the number one thing for all those riding lawnmowers, right? Yeah. Get your gas at sheets, man. You don't want to clog up that carb. You gotta get the gas at sheets. Sheets has uh higher quality gas. Yeah, it has the uh the uh, 88. Oh, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, you get get it or you're going to be clogged yes. up there. What's your no, you te- don't want to be clogged up. What do you put in your Tesla? Up. Oh, wait. <laughs> My plug-in. Your plug-in. Uh, cut number five here, our final one. Carly Russell, this story's bizarre. She's the Alabama woman who vanished. She called 911 to report a child walking along the interstate. Then she they found her phone and she disappeared. And then she reappeared two days later at home. And what is it? The lady, she said someone took naked pictures of her while she yeah, was. Something. Yeah, something is weird. This whole scenario in her head. She's not well. She's like the lady, the girl in California almost. Yeah. And then her dad called the the guy that took her and said, I will find you and I will kill Well, you. you're on to something here yeah. because here's Hoover Police Chief. Carly's 911 call remains the only report of a child on the interstate, despite numerous vehicles passing through the area at that time. Detectives continue analyzing data from Carly's cell phone that was left behind at the scene. Part of what data includes several internet searches in the days leading up to her disappearance that I think are very relevant to this case. On July 13th, the day of her disappearance, the term, how to take money from a register without being caught. A search for a one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville was conducted with a departure date of July 13th. A search for the movie, Taken a film about abduction, and I I do think it's highly unusual the day that someone gets kidnapped that uh, several seven hours or eight hours before that, that they're uh, searching the Internet, Googling uh, the movie Taken about an abduction. I I find that very, uh, very strange, yes. A reservation at the Hampton Inn. So she splits, (laughs) leaves her phone to make it look good, right? Yep, yep. And then leaves all that on her phone. She didn't really think this through. No. No. Really That'd did. be a no, yeah. yes. Bob just uh, texted me, Torg, a video. Is your mower, you're, you don't have this, do you? That's not a zero turn, though. That's a tractor, isn't it? You know, I can't. Yeah, that's a track. Yeah, that's not a zero turn. Yeah, that's a beauty, though. That looks, uh, that guy must have some money. Bobby, look at that. Oh, ooh. 
very Tim Allen when I see tractor videos. <laughs> Push send it down, a, Jerry. Send Push me it your down. tractor videos. Push it down, Jerry. <laughs> she thinks my tractor's sexy. <laughs> oh, All right. Bubba is still available. Our dog we've adopted to get adopted. Our little friend Bubba, a terrier at, what is it, Canaan Adam uh, Sanctuary. Yep, in Plain City. Yes. We are going to pay the adoption fee for you. Maybe get some treats. Oh, he's 14 years old, but they say he, he the photos he looks he's great. He's a spry young pup. Yeah. He'll live another half a dozen years. Sure, sure. And those little dogs live till they're like 20, 22. Fine. So get out and get yourself a Bubba. Everybody needs a Bubba <laughs> in their life, don't they? His owner went in the hospital and didn't make it, and this poor little guy's in a, a shelter. He, guy's abandoned. Let's help Bubba. So my family doesn't. <laughs> yeah, because your wife and that's yeah. what that's that's what brought this up on yesterday's and show. And the puppy will give that fourteen-year-old a heart attack. Uh, yeah, yeah, big bear, yeah. He, the big German Shepherd. He'll oh my God, sit that. on it and kill it. Yeah, he just doesn't care. Puppies don't know that puppy growing just like oh, crazy, right? Yeah, he's almost as big as my uh, female shepherd. He's getting huge. In one month, he'll be as just as big as her. He'll yeah. be 110 pounds. Yeah, well, that is big. That's like a wolf. Yeah, he's a, he's a big dog. I'm going to train him to take out other animals, too. Not like other dogs, like raccoons and let's go hunt Canadian geese together, bear. Going to eliminate the Bicycle. Canadian geese population. Canada geese, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 Canada. Yeah, what am I saying? Yes. Well, Canada, Canadian. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and let's do our giveaway. You want to do give our Louder Than Life Music Festival tickets? Now, is this the one that is down in the Kentucky Expo Center, what, September 21 through 24? It right? is. Four days of rock. Do I have that right? It is. Who's appearing, Jerry? I'm, I think it's the Foo Fighters. I know there's Rival Sons and, and many, many more. And many. I haven't heard many, many more. Many, I heard many they're good. More. Well, this I heard is, their guitar players uh, fantastic. There's a couple of new members of many, <laughs> many, many more. more yes. but many, many more new members. still rock. Yes. 821-9696. Got to be caller number nine to get this question correctly. We just had Eddie Jackson of the Food Network on. He's a former NFL player. Where did he start his NFL career? We mentioned it in the interview. Patriots, Panthers, Redskins. Can I say Redskins? Uh, uh, yes. Well, if you start your career mm -hmm. there with the Redskins, they weren't the commanders at the time. Patriots, Panthers, Redskins, 8219696. Get it right. You get to go to the Louder Than Life Music Festival. Nice. Forgot what we got going on tomorrow. We tomorrow, have something though. We, well, we got Fat Guy, yes. Oh, no, yeah, Fat Guy. We've got Fat the Donald. Guy. We've got the Donald. And we Dylan have, is coming in, right? Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughn guy is that next week? No, that's next week. Okay. Next week. Shark Week, we'll talk that beginning Monday as well. Jason Momoa, Kemper's not going to leave her couch. I will. Yeah, he's hosting the week, right? <sighs> Ladies will flick the bean to that. <laughs> Jason Momoa. Did you see the promo he's doing? Finding the little man in the boat. That's what, uh, yeah. that's what I'm going to be doing, yeah. Yep. He's gotten bigger, and I mean weight gain. But he's still, he can. he's the type of dude who doesn't have to be in Aquaman shape to be a good-looking dude. You know, he can be fat and decent-looking. I hate those people. Yeah, right. Handsome's handsome. Beautiful yeah. is beautiful if you're a... 
No, but he can. Lady. He holds his weight well, meaning that when he's an he Aquaman, it well. yeah, that's he's kind chiseled. of a backhanded compliment you give women. Oh, but she carries it well. Maybe but I'm talking a- about a guy, so I can do that. Okay. Not Todd. Jason. That's preference. Yeah. yeah, Jason Momoa is still male. I like uh, he's, curves. He's beefy, yeah. and I'm I don't okay like with those that. skinny little tight girls with all the muscles. And yeah, that's not you. No, I like curves. I like soft. Only one six pack. I mm. like. I like soft and warm. Mm. And here we go. And <laughs> just here we go. Promoting the show, Jerry. I know. I know. <laughs> well, Jerry just I know. took the wheel and, yeah, and you went as right into the gutter. About snack foods, and I could turn it into something. Lady fingers. Yes. yes. Oh, lady fingers. <laughs> Zingers. Yes. Uh, so I know tonight, Stadium 11, they have an all star lineup at Bike Night, right? You know what? It, it absolutely is. Uh, Frank Alidia, Ken Kaplan, Grant Gilkey, all of Fusion, not to med- uh, mention Marty Brazen who drums with these guys live, and even Todd Bettler, who is currently... Todd's going to be there? Yes, currently with yes. the QFM 96 house band Radio City. It's like the Monsters of Rock of Bike Night. I know, yes. and James Pat, is uh, he is the conductor of it all, so rain or shine tonight. And giveaways. Oh, giveaways? Uh, we have got uh, your chance to register to win Aerosmith tickets, the trip to Sturgis, the Honda Rebel 2023 motorcycle. And adopt Bubba on the way. Plain <laughs> City's right on the way. We should d- adopt you know Bubba. So we should Good get point. Bubba to bring to bike night so we can parade Bubba on stage and let every Yeah. Rich, oh. you should contact those people and bring Bubba to bike night. We'll get him adopted. That's a great idea. Do it. Have him roll up in a sidecar. Yeah. Exactly. We buy the we that pay for the adoption idea, fee. Torg. We'll throw You're in a Torg and Elliot hoodie. Bring Bubba. Well, Bubba might not like the loud, the loud music, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. He likes rock and roll, I think. Well, just put him out there before. Yeah. Or just take a picture. Yeah. A cardboard cutout of Bubba. Right, and you can carry it with you. Available right down the road, and have yeah. all the information for the the. You know, maybe sanctuary. we maybe we got to put the lady who runs the our guy, who runs the uh, sanctuary on, and get an update on Bubba. Really get this dog a home. Feel bad. You just don't if want your. You're getting nervous. <laughs> you're getting yeah, really nervous. The clock really is ticking for Tor. Really Damn, is. I'm gonna have a fourth what, dog. When yeah. my wife goes out, I go, "Where are you going?" Nowhere. Ah, uh, the Costco. Not the Costco in Plain City, is it? <laughs> He's going over to the, the one in Dublin, yeah. <laughs> Not that one, is it? <laughs> Do the one in Easton. <laughs> yes, you're right, Christy. You are. So, bike night tonight, but what do you got going on in the show? The Dublin Irish Festival is coming back for its 36th year. If you'd like to go the weekend of August 4th through the 6th, well, don't worry. I got you covered. And Iconic Nooners. This artist won a lawsuit against a politician for using... Their song for their presidential campaign and 96 minutes of nonstop iconic rock next.